welcome back to Demet Sarah Pod. <laughs> a SJM fan podcast. Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um, we're your hosts. I'm Courtney. I'm Stephanie. And welcome back. So, Steph, how was your week? It, so far, so good. It's hump day, so I feel like... Honest, hump day! Yeah, I feel like this week is honestly going, going by fast. Tomorrow's Friday. Then it's... No. No, wait. Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. My bad. But, and then on Sunday, I go on vacation. Yeah. Since I sis, I'm only working for three days and I'm out. That's nice. That sounds so, very nice. And then I had two yesterday and today off. So, it feels good. Mm-hmm. It, apparently, I'm in um, nesting mode right now. Yeah. So, it's like, me, when I think nesting, I'm thinking like, I have to stay busy and do something. So, mm-hmm. literally, I'm going to start like, I've been cleaning and cleaning and I'm just like, girl, like, can you just like, sit down? Can you lay down and take a nap? Like- yes. <laughs> Like, calm down. But, yeah. yeah, honestly, so far, everything's been good. Like, yeah. I went to a concert yesterday, Carol G concert. Yeah. It was so much fun. I'm I, jealous. I, I I'm very jealous. I saw people, like, on my Instagram that they were on the phone. I'm like, bro, I fucking hate those yeah. people. Like, why couldn't it be me? I was looking at your videos on your story, and I was like, oh. Carol, she's so cool. Look at her hair. She's oh, so cool. I thought you were like, did this bitch is all the way up there? No, no. Uh, trust me. When I, I've seen Beyonce in Minute Maid down here, and it's like, I was like literally at the ceiling. Like, we were so high oh, that you couldn't hear the sound. You could only hear it bouncing off the ceiling. Oh, so it was like an me. echo. But I was still excited. I was Bucket. still up there like, it's Beyonce. There. It's Beyonce. Like, yep. who cares? Yeah. How about you? How, how was your week? Um, my week has been good. I feel like I'm having a lazy week. Like, I feel like I just want to sleep. Like, I need to put some dishes in the dishwasher. Like, <laughs> I'm very glad I live alone so I could just, like, spread out. I feel like I'm just spread out all over the place and it's not, like... I know I need to do, like, a deep clean. Like, it's not bad. It's just, like, I just need to do that weekly reset thing. Yeah. And I didn't do it last Sunday, so it's just, like, a little overdue. Is that your reset day? Like, Sundays are your reset days? Yeah, I try to because normally I have um, dinner with my parents. So, I, like, sleep all day Saturday and be lazy or, like, get out in the streets. But not these 105-degree <laughs> weather days. Honestly, I like the heat. Like right? this, I, uh, this heat? I think it's just because I work and I'm not complaining because I know a lot of people rather work in AC than in the outside. Yeah. But I am surrounded in this cold ass fucking place to the point where I come out of the building and my nose is pitch okay, cold. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, I when I feel this heat, it does feel like you got a damn blow dryer in your face, <laughs> but it feels good to me. Yeah. So anyway, I don't come out the house on Saturdays when it's 105 degrees, so... <laughs> I just been sitting in the house, like watching movies, reading books, or you know, sleeping. Cause what else I'm gonna do? So, but I mean, I feel like I've I've been having a lazy week. I feel myself slowly coming out of it, but mm-hmm. you know, you gotta give yourself grace. Like, honestly, don't force yourself to be like. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people guilt trip themselves. Like, yeah, me when you are not doing anything. Like when I stopped going to school for a minute. Yeah. I literally will contemplate my life. Like, what am I doing? Like, I need to do something. Oh, I'm like, girl, like, calm down. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, like yeah, just You're breathe, still working. Yeah. But it's like you beat yourself down for no reason because I guess... I'm always like, I should be doing this or I could be doing this. Or yeah. I should, I should, I should. Or this is the perfect time to do this. It's like all this pressure to be like moving and shaking but no i need to sit and i need to take it out yes, i like, need to enjoy my couch it's okay <laughs> to just chill like, yeah i don't know why we think like that because uh, we live in a capitalist society and it's all about go 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 money yes. money yes but anyway not to get deep with y'all on this <laughs> wednesday night <laughs> um so what books are you reading well, you know how I kept contemplating on like, oh, should I buy this book or not? Well, I like, think we the decided last I did episode, buy it. Yeah. And so far, I caught up to where like a good spot where I finally don't know what the fuck's going on. Because this girl, pretty much, she was living with like, she was, I guess, homeless because her mom like abandoned her in the hospital or something. Mm-hmm. And this is the main character? Yes. Her name is Charlotte. Spoiler, sorry if you want to listen sorry, to it. Sorry, it's called Girls in Pieces. Grand Pieces. Um, then she came and moved in with this guy named Frank, I believe. And pretty much for you to stay there, you had to... Pretty much you're a prostitute. You had to sell yourself in order to oh, live there. Okay. And um, she, her room was like the attic. And I guess she was so done with life that she literally slit her wrist from wrist to el- all the way to the elbow. Oh like gosh. she had a huge thing. Yeah. And like every girl in that institute, um, like they just gone through it. There's this one girl called, 
what's Luisa, who she's been there for like the longest, and she looks like a normal girl, but we still don't know what her life is about. I think she just cuts herself. Okay. But we don't know her story yet. Gotcha. But so far, it's pretty good. I never would have thought that I would. I, I just think I got it into it because of like the whole book talk thing. Yeah. It's definitely not something I normally read, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good. But I always feel like those are the best books because it's so unexpected and it's something that yeah. you've never read before. And like it brings up feelings that you never felt before. And you're like, damn, well, if I was in this situation, like, would I be able to handle it? Or like, yeah. what would I do? So, yeah, yeah I kind of like it when stuff like that happens. Yeah, so there's definitely no romance. <laughs> well, I don't know if she had a thing with any of these guys that she lived with in that house, but um, so so far she's gone through it and she doesn't speak. She barely yeah. speaks. They call her Silent Sue, something like that, because she doesn't say shit. But she does like snap here and there when like, they, they talk to her a certain type of way. They, they come at her a certain type of way. Yeah. But it's in Minnesota. It's okay. based in Minnesota. But yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's 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 I mean I'm I'm not fully in like oh my god, it's getting so good. It's good, but You're waiting for like that moment where you're yeah. like, oh shit. Like, yeah, this is what I like went yeah. down. Yeah. But yeah, I, How far are you into it? Like what chapter? So you know how I told you like it has different it's just like two pages and then next two pages. So I oh, think yeah. I'm like in chapter seventeen. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. I don't know what chapter. I don't know how many chapters it has. It's mm. small, pretty. It's a pretty thin book, but but you're pretty like into it. Yeah. Like, pretty yeah. far into yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. I do recommend it. Okay. What about you? Um. So I finished ha- my re-listen of Haunting Adeline, uh, and then I said I wasn't gonna listen to the second one, but then I just went ahead and just rolled had around to. into it because I forgot about Sibby, the crazy little girl and her henchman or whatever. Which we know she's gonna have a her own so, book. The I followed the author on TikTok, and she just said she just finished it in July, like around beginning of July. She said the book was finished, and I guess. It's like in editing, like so this is Sibby's story and the guy that she ran off with at the end and apparently he's gonna call her baby doll. And like, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited to read that. I told you I was in like a dark, like romance. romance Girl, that was very dark romance. Very dark, very dark. Like that shit but... had me thinking like, that's really what people do. Like, <laughs> I mean, there were some people, but I mean, I just, I, I just like the book. How like in the beginning, like, she she was saying that it was uh this is not like a love story or this is not like basically she's the angel and he's the devil and this is not the devil becoming a good guy this is the girl you know and her descent into evil into darkness and so like i kind of like that and i thought that was cute um and then i also am still going through the free books on um audible Audible. and i just found this one and it's like her her mafia bodyguard or something like that so basically the girl is like she's young she just graduated high school and when she was 17 i guess her mom died her dad she didn't know her dad her whole life he comes back around after the mom dies picks her up takes her to like this mansion and so she's like living in the life of luxury like everything is good i one thing i noticed i say like a lot and i need to stop so anyway (laughs) So she goes, she meets her dad. Her her dad apparently is a mafia, like some criminal or whatever, but she don't know that. So she just thinks that she's a princess and that her dad is overprotective and like whatever. So she has the bodyguard and like the night of her graduation party, she decides like tonight is the night. Like he's been looking at me. I've been looking at him. Like, and this is like first couple of pages. Like this is in the beginning. So they're at the pool after her graduation party and she just like takes her bikini off and is in front of him and it's like, yo, what's up? You trying to Big get it? This is high so, school? She, she just graduated. Oh yeah. my God. So she's, I think they say she's like 19 or whatever. So, um, they, he's like, put your clothes on. Your father will kill me. Like he will literally like murder me, but she's not taking him seriously because she don't know that her dad is a gangster. So... That happens. Um, he turns her down. She like runs in the house crying, and she's like, "Okay, whatever. He's not into me." So then um, they—it's like a couple weeks later. The dad calls the bodyguard in, and it's like, "So she's going to college, and you're going with her. I'm gonna get y'all a place. Y'all are gonna live together, and make sure like no guys touch her. Make sure she's not partying. Make sure she stays pure because he's basically hinting that he wants to like um, marry her off, 
Like basically she needs to stay a virgin. She needs to stay pure because that's her value. I need to marry her off to one of my business partners. Jesus. And she needs to know how to cook and clean and take care of the house. And yeah, yeah, she in school, she getting A's, but did she cook dinner? Like she needs to, does she know how to clean? Does she know how to manage the house staff? Oh like that's where his head is at. Yeah. So like the bodyguard knows all this, but he can't tell her. Otherwise he'll get in trouble, right? Mm. So I just got to the part where they've been, they went to college, they went to a couple parties or whatever. And then of course, like y'all are alone. Nobody's watching y'all. So they start messing around. And so I think I just got to the part where they uh, started having sex for the first time. And like he basically took her virginity or whatever. And like, you know, that older guy, younger girl, girl like he coached her through it. How old is like, he? Like probably 20 something or 30? I want to no, say like 30. 20 something. I don't think he's like super old. Like she's 19 and they don't make it like he's like old old yeah like gross old like, like maybe late 20s like may, late maybe 27 like 26 27 and she's 19 Pig. yeah this reminds me of that twisted um oh, here you go with this yes <laughs> it's literally the same shit i think it's bridges story but i can't remember what it was called twisted something well anyway this was better but it's good and it's free listen to it like those listen ones to you it. told me I didn't finish. I matter of fact, if I'm we're not having this conversation again. We're talking about all new books. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's like that. It's like I like those stories because you kind of like it's cute, it's entertaining, yeah. but you already know that how it's gonna end. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know how this one's gonna end. I'm like, okay, is the dad gonna kill her? Like, I'm like, okay, so either they're gonna have to run away, like he's gonna have to save her from her dad, and they're gonna have to like yeah run away together. Or, like, they're going to have to break up. Like, he's going to have to let her go and she's going to have to go marry. Or, like, does she kill her dad and she becomes the big bad boss? But she's, like, fucking 19. She can't do that. So Or he comes up straight up to his dad, her dad and is like, look, I want her off the book. Yeah, but he's going to be like, but I, you're supposed to be keeping her safe. And then you're going to get slide up in there. Like, you're supposed Ooh. to be keeping her a virgin and you're going to de-virginize her. That's true. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to kill you. Like, okay, step outside real quick. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I'm listening to that. It's only, I like these free books because they're only like eight, nine hours. So, I can listen to it, get a quick little pop and going back to what I was doing. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I just needed an SJM break, maybe. And then I think I'm gonna go back in like hard, hardcore. Like I think I'm gonna go City after, after this one. Actually, no, I need to listen, listen to that one right there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. But after that one, I'm gonna go back <laughs> to these Throne of Glass books because today's episode, doing this episode, is making me want to go back. Because that's where when you were telling me that whole thing, I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, I where, when, how? <laughs> like, but You're like, like, what book? Yeah. And what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I miss it all this time and I'm going to act like I didn't just read those. Well, like, listen to them. Yeah. So, yeah. I need to go back. Yeah. Okay. So, on last week's episode, we talked about Eris and our theories for him and if he's a baby Reese or yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other thoughts? Uh, you brought up something earlier that Eris said, or like, oh, how does Eris know um, the history behind, like, like all the mountains, and then why does he know that the Illyrians haven't explored under their mountains? Mm-hmm. Um, that honestly, that's what I was wondering because I feel like you know how when Cassian is describing Eris, um, he's like he grew grew up with all these riches, grew up with this and that. So it's like obviously he had access to this knowledge, like that yeah. they taught him, but. Yeah, you're right. How does he know that nobody has discovered what's underneath Ramio? Yeah, well, I mean, he said he get he calls them brutes and he guesses like they just haven't looked because it's so sacred, blah blah blah. But I think their whole thought is like, I need to pass this like the blood right. Like they never thought, let's actually see what's underneath Ramio. Which what would you think is underneath Ramio? Because why did they choose that spot to be where? And alias, no, wait, last thing, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, okay. And uh, he was fighting the the bog or the stary, which, yeah, whoever was trying to get to yeah. the top of the mountain. Why did they fighting. choose that mountain to be like the sacred mountain where like everything went down? I don't know, but it's funny that you put it that way because Aelin in one of the books, I think maybe it is Queen of Queen of Shadows, she asked why Gavin chose that spot to build his castle. The stone castle that was underneath the glass castle. Damn, that's one we should I should have added to the research, but I didn't even think about it. But go ahead. No, yeah, that was it. That's the only thing about Eris. I just feel like he knows a lot, and I feel like, I mean, this is 
not part of today's subject, but how he will affect the next future books. How does his role, like, yeah, what, where are you going? What you doing? What are you doing? What? Yeah. How are you gonna like help us or whatever? How are you gonna contribute to the night court with this red hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with this red hair. But um, yeah. Did you have any other thoughts on Eris? On Eris? No. Just excited to see what comes and. I do think he's gonna surprise us and yeah I'm excited to see what's behind the curtain yeah same um but in today's episode we are going to speak about the ancient fae and what you know like what we think like how do these places or where they were uh, um how do they connect yeah because we're noticing a lot of similarities between a lot of the places so the places we're going to talk about are like under the mountain um, the bog, the, the prison, the prison, um, Ramiel, the desert in Tower of Dawn where uh, Irene goes for her birthday, um, and much, much more. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of them are described the same way, like they have the same carvings in the walls or they have like they're connected by water or just sound very similar. Yeah. And you know how we, do you still, question, do you still think that Crescent City is like in the same it's clearly not in the same world as Prithian because how does she right. get there right no yeah I think they're a completely separate world so how do you think that one of these places connects with that I I think um Aurelia Throne of Glass World and Prithian are like next door neighbors that's true I agree like I think that um the same way Feyre and Lucian were walking through those caves that cut through the courts, I think the gates, or there are gates that basically they can do that, that will take them to Aurelia. Okay. Like without having to open a work <laughs> gate or a portal or whatever, I think there's like little holes that they could find that they could slip through. Do you feel like that, um, you know how like we were talking about that little underworld we're not going in order, but I'm just questioning. <laughs> that little underworld that's in Crescent City has like a, some type of ga- gate that makes somehow connects into Prithian or like Aurelia. You said the one from Crescent City? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I think there's gates and holes and waterways and black spots or whatever they call them in whatever book. I think they have that in all three series. So that's why I said I do have a theory that Victoria is going to come back because... They keep saying that she got dropped in the deepest trench of, or the Mariana Trench, which is like the deepest trench on the planet. And we know that these waterways connect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we Victoria gonna be back. But how is she relevant? How do we you gonna think- find out? I don't know. Yeah. I, she's gotta be though. Like she's a wraith. They talk about how I think she's got all the info, and I think maybe she also remembers from before Her past, the Asteri. Like the well, no, the, before the Asteri and all that. Yeah, I think. She got that info. Yeah. So, and maybe she also knows, like, a way to fight them. Or maybe she saw how another civilization fought them. So, she can be like, oh, but I got the, I got the cheat codes. Mm-hmm. It's your Amazon discount code. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, but, okay, we're going to start off with Underneath the Mountain. Under mm-hmm. the Mountain. Um, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, so Underneath the Mountain, we noticed that um, when Feyre first walks in, it's a cave entrance. And then as um, Alice is showing her, she calls it an ancient shortcut once considered sacred. So words that we start to notice that are around all these places are sacred or ancient. So I'm like, hmm, interesting. Love that. Um, they're also subterranean. So everything is underground, um, like very, very far underground. Um, and they have like these carved hallways, carved pillars depicting the fae or high fae um, with various animals. It's also something that um, Feyre notices when she gets pulled into the chamber by the adder um, when she first um, comes in front of Amarantha. Mm. Um, and then it said um, ancient enormous stone doors bigger than Tamlin's house. So massive doors at least two stories high mm-hmm. and at minimum so yeah and then they also had um red marble floors and then there were red marble in the library or was it red stone red stone walls okay. in the library mm-hmm. you know how you said sacred you know how this is what bring makes me question 
was this a sacred place where people ancient faith hid to hide from something because mm-hmm. it keeps saying sacred and we realized that the other places that say sacred they were they were pretty much hiding from something or someone yeah so do you think that this place is created was meant to be a sacred place because alice said this used to be a sacred place yeah so were they hiding from like that ancient enemy which is a scary yeah i think so i think i mean it would make sense if you have a enemy coming from the stars and they're looking for you it's always easiest to hide underground you know what i mean yeah um the prison is where the dust court was, right? Or was it the underground? No, the, I mean, the, pr- no, the prison is where the dust court okay. was. Okay. You're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. I was like, is underneath the mountain the dust court? And was that there, like, you know how when there's a war, like, people go, sank, like, um, go to, like, the gym and, like, stay, stay there like, yeah. to, to be safe or whatever? Yeah. Um, I thought this was, like, the sanctuary, like, where they go and hide. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think they, they had cities, but they were, they built these cities underground because they were running from that enemy. So it was, like, easier for them to hide underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What did you have for Under the Mountain? What did you notice? Um, it was whenever in Silver and Flames, when Nesta's just, like, um, seeing it from far distance, um, she just starts saying how a wave, it looked like a wave in the horizon, bleak and barren and somehow thrumming with presence. And then Eris is like, um, she asked like, Eris, why is this so sacred to you guys? And Eris was like, you know, telling her that there's three sister mountains, the prison underneath the mountain and Ramiel. And then he's like, but do you not find it strange that two out of three have underground palaces mm-hmm. um, carved into them and that there were tunnels and that the tunnels were carved long before by who we don't know. So that makes me question like who made these and why did they make these? Yeah, I think even Nesta or Nesta asked, she's like, I thought Amarantha modeled yeah. her court after the night court. And then Eris is like, no, that's what was there before. Yeah. But then Cassie comes and like, okay, we don't want to listen to history. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Boy, like, hater. This is relevant. <laughs> this is good information. Like, we need this. Yeah. But no, that's all I had for underneath the mountain. Because honestly, in Akatar, you don't really get that much info other than what you just mentioned. Yeah. About how, like, the cells look or, like, anything like that. It's just a, a pretty much like a palace because there's halls where she's cleaning. And, you know, the, she sees the autumn, the high lady of the yeah. autumn court. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah, she's cleaning that hallway. She cleans Reese's room. They go to that dungeon or whatever where there's a torture place where the fire is getting dropped down on Lucian. Mm-hmm. But she has to solve the riddles. But yeah, no, we don't know a whole lot about it. And then Feyre, I mean, because I guess we only know what Feyre knows. So she didn't get to see the whole court. Yes. She only got to see these certain rooms. Uh-huh. And then even when she's walking in, she's like, she sees the hallways. But at the end, she just sees it a sharp turn off. So she doesn't know where it leads or what's beyond mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. So, yeah, from that, we go to the prison. The prison. Because that would be the second thing. So that's also um, another place that's a mountain. So Reese and Feyre had to hike up the mountain to get inside and then go all the way back down, all the way down to the roots to get to the bone carver. But um, they said the island was freezing, clo- freezing cold. It has mist and wind. Um, the stone vanished in a ripple of light after uh, Rethan touched it so that it would open so that they could get to it. Um, and then it also had pale carved gates of bone disappeared into the mist. So again, these super tall carved gates that are showing that something ancient lived here before. Um, it had stairs that um, went down into black inky darkness. Um, and yeah, it also said that, okay, so did you notice that when Farah is walking through and, um, they talk about the guards in the mountains and then she looks at the stone, she's like, she could make out faces or a mouth or like eyebrow or a scowling face. I'm like, oh, I never noticed that. Like she's actually looking at the, um, the guards. guards. Yeah. They're 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 literally in the stone. They only come out to eat. What yeah, fuck? yeah. <laughs> I did not catch on that. Um, the only thing I did catch on was how it's pretty much the twin of the 
the priestesses where the priestesses are in the library yeah so it's this is this, the prison is the pretty much the same thing as where the of the library okay because it says a cavern almost um almost a twin to the priestesses sang in as if they were linked in at linked in a song and dreaming but rather than red stone it was carved of black rock um and obviously like nobody ever nobody ever um noticed that there might be like a secret passageway inside the prison um because Cassian's like what the hell i never knew this when kesta i mean kesta nesta went and <laughs> was looking for the harp yeah um um, she's just saying how like someone... and it was like right next to Lanthus's door too. Yes. Yeah, I'm mm. like, why is it connected to Lanthus, and why does she bring up Lanthus and how he was part of the the Daglin? How does that connect? I feel like you know how they were um, the ones who would chase the Fae back then. Yeah, I feel like that's why they somehow he was in, he was relevant to the heart because. Um, in the story of well, the Well, he blew the horn, so I, I'm guessing that's around the time when the trove was out. Like, to start the wild hunt, oh, they yeah. blew the horn, which is the horn that's on Bryce's back now. Yeah. So, I, he was definitely connected to the trove. I feel like also because the harp, the story of the harp is pretty much the people that are being dragged out of the dust court, being mm-hmm. taken to Midgard. And you know how that, um, I don't know who, uh, what, it, who said this, but remember I was like, oh, we cannot confirm that the Daglin or the Bob are related to actually no mind the Davin are brothers of the Asteri and that's where the Asteri want to get them so bad we said that on the episode yes. yeah but um somebody had like confirmed we said it, it first anyway we <laughs> said it we was right well I feel like that was also a reason why I lent this story and how they were con- like he was brought up after Anessa got the part because they're pretty much just like the history like the stereo were taking away the people from the dust court and then mm-hmm. boom we're now talking about lanthus and how there was a daglin and blah 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 mm-hmm. so i feel like that's why she 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 connected all this together hmm. maybe but um i think they all have <coughs> gates in them so like i think they all have like portals to the other world that can connect in them underneath them who um all under the mountain so we didn't see the one under the mountain where Amarantha was, but mm-hmm. when we get to the prison, Nesta literally finds the door that they made the crossing through. Like it's the harp is trying to push her through the door, yes. but it's been sealed shut, and that's why she can't go through. So I think there are doors to all the worlds under the mountains. That's why they're so far down. Do you think that's why there's a part in the book that says like it shows a little part where Bryce is like. She's pretty much underneath them in, in the prison. Oh, the new one, yeah. And you think, since you're saying that, you think that these, there's doors to get to other worlds. That's why they brought her there. Yeah, they're trying to see if that's a way that they can get her back home. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, before anyone knew this, before the characters knew this, because obviously when you start reading, you start connecting dawn after another. But yeah. it was just pretty much saying how like someone who existed before the High Lords ruled Reese told me once that this island might have been even been an eighth court. So that's obviously the dust court. Mm-hmm. But also that nobody knew that these um, passageways were underneath yeah. the prison. And I like how they keep saying palaces. That there was a palace. Yeah underneath each mountain so yeah. it's like a whole all these po- different civilizations yeah, yeah so it's like that's why i started asking you like are was this another um sacred place because mm-hmm. this is where the bone carver chose to hide from um his, his brother his, his siblings, brother and sister yeah. so it's like why did he choose that is it because um no, no one knew about it and because this chamber oh no i think it was about like that they chose this place because of all the people like where the prisoners are already there put there for a reason to make no one come in the prison right to hide the heart yeah, yeah. uh-huh so i feel like also that's what the bone carver did he chose to stay there because, because he- there was already something there that can help him hide and then he just built on top yes. of it adding more yeah so i'm yeah. like was this another sacred place i'm sure yeah i think they're all of it's either a sacred place or it's a temple at this point yeah i just wonder why the prison is where the dust court was well, obviously, it has some kind of magic, and it has some kind of creation magic, and, like, that 
that it used to have the Pegasus and now the Pegasus died off because the island isn't there anymore. So obviously it's a special place. Do you think that there was a curse put on the Dust Corp for nothing to grow and for it to be completely done? Yeah, or the Asteri sucked all the magic out of it. It reminds me of the Crocken story, like how they um, they don't want anything. Oh, uh, the waste and all that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, how like nothing. But they, oh, they cursed it. Okay, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. it could be a curse. I feel like maybe it's cursed because it's... Um, or maybe that's... Okay, you know how they said the prophecy is until dagger and sword are reunited, then so shall our people be? Maybe that's part of the spell that's on the dust court. Maybe that's how the knife and the sword got separated mm-hmm. is because of the curse. So do you feel like Manon might come into this? She better. In Crescent City and she has something to do with the Dust Corp because... Or like she figures out this is how I broke the curse so this is how you guys can break the curse? Because when she was telling her story, um, she it's pretty much the same thing that happened in Ramiel. There was three... One person, right, Rhaenyra, Rhaena, something like that, was fighting off three queens. Yeah. And I'm like... Fuck, like, this is crazy. And why yeah. did they go ahead and bought, like volunteer themselves to fight with the bog or whatever? Like, go and fight for Erewhon. I think no, no, because they're part bog. They're half. Yeah, you see? they're one of the species that the Asteri. See, that's what I think the Asteri is everybody. The Asteri yeah. was snatching no. fae. Uh, yeah, and then they they made it with the fae and made witches. So it's like. Why is this story so similar to Inalia's fighting the the yeah. the holding dagger. the pass for three days, holding the pass for yeah. three days, three people fighting three queens, and Inalia's is fighting three. I think no, it didn't say three. Yeah, it just yeah, said yeah. that he was fighting. He held. Yeah. It's, it's all three days. Everything was three days. But three days, like, three days, three days. Why is it so similar? So it's like and if I just feel like she's gonna have something to do with the dust court, and I hope her ass comes over here because this is. This would like clarify our theory I mean, of the okay. gold eyes. So yeah, I was gonna say that that's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly <laughs> how she ties to Bryce is they both have bald king eyes. So And also remember we were thinking about the, the nails, yeah. the iron teeth nails. The, the iron teeth nails. nails. I mean please. And the wyverns too, sis. The wyverns, yeah. God, yeah. this would be so amazing. Yeah. But yeah, um, give it to me all. In the I book. <laughs> I just wonder why the prison became the dust court, or like why the dust court had to be like why its magic was so special. Like why is it so special? Yeah. Like and then why are you the court that didn't survive? Even though there's some other ones named at the end of Crescent City that didn't survive. But like why? Yeah, why you? Why why were? You? But I wonder if it's like okay, so you know in um, Throne of Glass series. They hit Ilway first because Ilway uh, it, knew wrong. the magic. They spoke. They knew how to do the word keys. They rebelled. Knew how, they rebelled also against the ball because they knew. Well, they rebelled, but they also got attacked first mm-hmm. because they knew how to use the magic of the word keys <coughs> and they knew how to stop them. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's something like that. Like they had the magic or the power that could have gone up against the Asteri, so they took them out first. Well, I feel like you're right, and I feel like that's probably one of. the why they also chose to attack Thea or whatever because um, Thea was that the Dust Court that was her yeah, court. That's the Starborn. And island, she yeah. knew she was fighting these ancient fae before anything. So yeah. I feel like that's why um, they killed her. And um, it even says that she said um, she didn't. She never noticed her the her ancient enemy until like she yeah. was already in Midgard. Yeah. And I feel like that's also why she. And Pegasus, Pelias had um, pretty much like joined forces with the Asteri to get rid of her. Yeah. So do you, I wonder if Thea actually fought the Asteri or if because Adis, because they had kicked them out of hell, did Adis come and tell Thea like, hey, you need to watch out for these guys. And then that's why they didn't recognize them because they had never encountered them before maybe. Or no, they had encountered them because they were running Prithian. So yeah. I think that's bad. But I wonder... Like, if Adis, like, gave her a warning or, like, maybe was like, hey, these are the same people. Well, the way that it was described was Thea joined forces with the Illyrians and she fought against Sisteri. And then she, I don't know what happened. She, I, I don't think she rediscovered that the same people that were trying to get her to Midgard were the same ones that she was fighting in Prithian. Yeah. So, I think... Prithian went first, got they they got rid of them. Yeah. Then Hell got attacked and um 
then they kicked him out real fast. Yeah, they kicked him out real fast, and then uh, they brought Thea. So then how, how did Adis and Thea end up together? I think that's what... Um, then Thea was brought to Midgard, and Adis was like, oh, shit, like, now she's going... Apparently, he didn't know that she had already gone through this. Because pretty much she didn't, because she couldn't remember, right? So, but I think they knew each other before all of this, because... We we know Adis hangs out in Prithian right now. So remember that episode we were like, oh maybe he came through yeah, and saw his yeah. girl. Oh my god, I don't yeah. know. Now I'm wondering because <laughs> it would make sense that he was he reached out to her after he like the second time she went and fought this theory, and she just never recollected. Like, like and maybe that's when they fell in love. Yes, it would make sense, right? So then that would mean that would answer our question of who's the baby daddy. Like that would mean it's Fion. Yeah, because yeah. then later on she met Aedis. Where did they get their shadows from? Okay, sorry, we are getting way really off know. topic. No, yeah. I mean these are ancient beings I mean, that we're yeah, speaking about. True. Um, I don't know because we don't really know anything about Theon, so yeah. maybe we, he does, or we don't really know any much about um, Thea's powers either. So maybe that we that, just know golden, golden light and shadows from what Rune said. Yeah, so maybe she—that's where they. Maybe that's where the daughters grab their powers from. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Thea has shadows. So, yeah, I don't know. It's still, who who the daddy? Who's the daddy? <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's Fionn. And then her lover was... Adis came yeah. after. And then they fell in love. Like Cassie and Anesta, they were warriors fighting the same yes, battle. Yes, yes. Fell in love. Yes. So we did the we did the under the mountain. We did the prison. So There's, then the other the library was after that. Oh, not the not Ramiel. Just like a short. Cause, oh yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean Ramiel. Yeah, they haven't discovered it. I mean we talked about that already. Like Eris said that yeah, they haven't looked underneath it. We only right. know it's top, but it's also a sacred mountain, a sacred place. Ten out of ten, it's got a carved palace. Underneath. So you know how um, Sarah pretty much said that under the mountain was for Feyre. Mm-hmm. The the Ramia was for Nesta, but it's like I still don't like. Do I need more information about these mountains? If they're so relevant for the future, like yeah. future for later, how come we don't really know shit about them? Like we just know that they're sacred. You gotta go one by one. She can't give it all to you at one time. You gotta get all the info on one mountain, soak it in, and then move on to the next one. But we still don't really know shit about Ramia. We just know that it was it was sacred because of the whole Nalia's like situation. Right, obviously, we're not done with it. Obviously, we're going downstairs. I feel I always know whenever she mentions it, I'm like, yes, okay, we're gonna go there. Yes, yes, you're right. She's like, yes, we're gonna see it. Yeah, um, like, they've never explored. Okay, well, guess what Reese is about to do? Go downstairs. But, yeah. I wonder if that's going to be brought up in Crescent City or in Elaine's book. Like, oh, what if that's Cassian's book? Yeah, that would be a good Cassian story because they're like he's the baddest like warrior fighter he, that they've ever seen. Yeah, and, like, that he depicts. Ramiel is all about the warrior. So like, what if it was like a warrior kingdom under there? And I think he, like yeah, it would be cool if that was his story because it would like kind of like um <laughs> you know that theory how the, we were talking about Cassian Rowan and Hunt how Anelis could be Cassian's dad because yeah. in Wings of Ruin Pharaoh was just looking at. Uh, Cassian, how he would battle like if this was a dance, like this is like a nature to him, mm-hmm. and how he depicted the same resemblance as Anelius. So, yeah. just just leaving it off like that. Yeah, yeah. So more to come on that, but, but I do think I think my theory on the dust court and that mountain, and we already know what's underneath, but we know the mountain is basically dead. So I have heard theories about Elaine having her power be creation because obviously that's the power of the cauldron uh-huh. and the pow- the cauldron loved Elaine. So obviously maybe it would give her the same power and we know she loves gardens. We know she loves to grow. And then they're at the end of Wings of Ruin. She's like, um, I think the world needs more gardens and everybody's like, oh, Elaine, you pretty idiot. <laughs> but I feel like she's going to help bring the island back to life because of her creation power and yes. then that'll be her 
coming into her Archeron sisterness and becoming like the vicious Valkyrie and like she starts training. Yeah. I don't think she's gonna stay prim and proper. Do you think she's gonna stay but like no. oh, it's too guarded no. and I have powers I, and I see things. No, I wish I would have had like the book where it has a bonus chapter Reese and Vera speaking about Elaine, how like she might be just giving you this like front and like she's um she's dull and like she doesn't know what yeah. the fuck's going on but, but i feel like she did uh, sarah did that on purpose like yeah go Elena's ahead playing a role she pulling the wool over everybody's eyes you she's guys like, go ahead and doubt my girl Elaine, but watch she's gonna come out probably better than fucking nessa and pharaoh so i think she's gonna be a combination of both because she's what the middle sister right yes hold up and I like that you said that because she can be as fierce as Nesta, but yeah. she can become high lady of the spring court. But also soft and nurturing. Here you go with the spring court. I didn't realize what she said. <laughs> I just think she does her, like, I feel like the reason why I'm so on this is because of um, Nesta. She made that one comment yes, and you refused girl, to let it go. You know, but you know what? If you're right, if it ever happens, I'm literally, I'm going to give you your due. I will go live on TikTok and be like, <laughs> Steph was right. Yeah. She said spring court and I doubted her. <laughs> like, What I, do you think she's going to be piloting of? I think it's either going to be um, Day because he's going to take over for Helion or Autumn. That's Eric. No, no, no. Okay, back to... We're not even on track right here, but... Okay. Um, So the library basically also is underneath the mountain. So it's underneath the House of Wind, which is beneath the mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, It has carved redstone hallways. Um, It also has large doors, but the doors are obsidian with veins of silver running throughout, which is kind of like that void fabric that um, Feyre saw in the market in Mm -hmm. Frost and Starlight, which was like... "Hmm." okay um and then she said like some great beast was kept behind them so that gives us a scale for the door um and then it says it's as if the base of the mountain had been hollowed out by some massive digging beast leaving the pit descending into the dark heart of the world and that's what Pharaoh said when she looked down into the pit and then she said carved around the pit spiraled level after level of shelves books and reading areas so we don't have the carved like stories in here, but the the building itself seems like it was carved out. And um, you know how you said that this might be a place where they kept dragons. Yeah. What was um the creature the one that favorite made a deal with called? Braxis. Braxis, and we never really got its form. It was like more of like a right. A smudge, not a smudge, but like a. It was like Lanthus, like a swirling cloud of like yeah. darkness and shadow or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, what if this thing was a dragon? But it's. I don't think. No. Because no. uh, she didn't have a. I mean, I keep calling her a she. I think I want to call her a she because yeah, she was you do. in the library with all of the women. So I want to be like, it's a she because she was with all the other women. So she. The thing. She, uh-huh, uh-huh. Braxis, and it sounds like a female name to me, Braxis. That doesn't sound like <laughs> a, a masculine name. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, who else we're trying to talk? There no, it is. No, um, you were just saying how Braxis, what, like, um, like, you don't think it's the beast that created, like, the... Oh, because she did, Braxis didn't have fire, and so, like, if she was a dragon, she would have used fire to kill them, but she used fear to kill them. But do you, so do you really think that this place was a place that dragons once lived in? I do, because, like, of the way that Feyre describes it, like, when she walks in, she's like, as if, like, uh, something had dug it out, like, a mini-limb beast had dug out the... The, the the bottom of the mountain so what would be big enough to carve that out besides a dragon well i think that that the reason why i think you're right about a, it being dragon was because it's also been brought up dragons have been brought up in throne of glass dragons have been brought up in crescent city yeah. so why wouldn't it be in prithian as well but i feel like they were they're done with because since the vogue the dragon pretty much were in crescent city i mean in um Agatar, they, they got rid of them because they're probably also scared of Well, we fire. don't know what happened to... No, Amarantha got rid of them. No, Maeve. We're talking, we're mixing stories. It was Maeve in um, Throne of Glass that got rid of the dragons. They haven't mentioned any dragons in um, no, Avatar. They only call Amarin like a fire drake. No, yeah. 
it maybe like no i'm saying like this could be like maybe there are dragons there they probably got rid of them because something about them scared the so their firepower could kill yeah. the daglet or whatever yeah, yeah. So, so that's what i'm thinking so they probably did the and same you know thing. what i'm thinking now this is maybe off topic i'm not sure but amran when she in wings and ruins she was the one that pretty much ended the whole war right yeah. With, and she was spreading that like fire and um she had her wings out she was like a firebird almost like a yeah. some kind of i still think she was like some kind of angel yeah i need to go like back a bit like that. there's an interview where sarah or like they say think of her as like a biblical angel like a, a like they come down and they smite everything basically which is what she kind of did so i don't know don't ask me what Erin is because i don't know yeah I some days think. i think she's in a theory some days i think she's a uh, something. something. Some days I think she's just something random from another world, and then some days I'm like, yeah. oh no, she's not. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, no, yeah, yeah. Back to the library. Do you think that this was a place that was already created before, like, like back then, like fifteen thousand yeah. years ago? Because I I like that they have the the priestesses there, and that's their sacred place. Yeah. So, I feel like this is already another sacred place for some other thing, or something yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, so this I is think another. so. Well, I think, you know, if there's a palace, then they also have to have temples and, like, places that they worship, and I'm sure there was, like, markets. So, like, these are places that have full cities, so we're only seeing special remnants of these cities. Why do you think in Silver and Flames it said that there was a resemblance of the prison as if they were linked in a song and dreaming. Why do you think they're linked? Why, why would they be linked together? The prison and the library. I think they're, they're the same type of... Okay, so when Nesta starts accidentally scrying, and when she's in that little cavern or whatever, when she goes to hear Gwen sing, mm-hmm. like, she has like salt i want to say it's red she's around red salt and then because of her bones she's able to scry and so like i think something about the room like amplifies powers and like the same thing happens in i feel like it's the same kind of room as um under the mountain where they found the harp okay i feel like they chose those rooms for like you know when you sing in a room and they're like the acoustics and like the vibrations in here are really good yeah i feel like it's the same that's the same thing that connects the rooms together if i'm making sense i feel like yeah. i'm not making sense yeah no, but, okay yeah. but yeah that's that's what i think i feel like there's something more like that but we don't know yeah. but i think they are connected for sure and i think it even the tomb where we find elena and gavin where they're buried i feel like that room is similar to where the harp was found and also like whatever else is under there could be, could be. Um, what did we say after the library? So it after was... the library, we go to oh the there was the Sin Temple underneath. Oh, you had that. Um, in Queen of Shadows. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but that one is they specifically say it was a temple for the Sin Eater. There's bones everywhere, like literally the walls, the steps, the every, ceiling. Everything is made out of bones, and they're all carved. They walk through, walk back realize that there's different well there are hallways because Aelin points everybody in a different direction she's like you go left you go right I'm gonna go this way they all take a hallway looking for the hellfire and then they end up finding um Gavin's confession about them not killing Erewhon but sealing him in a tomb so what do you think that is like something that ancient fae used yeah I think it was a it was an ancient temple for the ancient fae yeah so, like, the stories that they're telling and they're, like, it gets older and older and older. I think it's just more proof that an uh, ancient face civilization was there. Or maybe it was even the ancient humans, like the Parthos, because Gavin was human. And that's probably why he picked Otterlin. I mean, that place to create the castle. Yeah, because maybe it has something to do with the bone carver when he was first there. Could be. Could be. I don't know, but it, I feel like it's not there for nothing. It's another city that was like way, way underground. Like they go like beneath the catacombs into the city, and they're like, "We ain't never seen this before." Do you think that all these places that are underneath, like a mountain or a different city or whatever, why do you feel like they? I just feel like they recreate other cities to erase history. Yeah, 
especially what they're doing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like building on top of it yeah, yeah. which i mean it's what we do so no, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you're right you're right uh-huh um after that sin um temple it is the desert the desert yeah. and tower of dawn where irene and kale go visit um so we talked about it a little bit what in the first wars episode where they um find the carved pillars and um that has the story of the the fog on it or whatever yeah but what i noticed was that it was like uh it also had they all have a cave entrance mm-hmm. and then it they open into like a sprawling cavern um, and then this one is another one that also had um, the story of the Fae in, carved into it. So some of them in their Fae form, some of them in their animal form. And how they were fighting against the Vogue. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And then it was sh- it was also showing, like, I guess, how they settled there and, like, the healers and all that stuff like that. And it was also an ancient, a place where they buried the Fae. Yeah, uh, I like how they said it was the top of City of the Dead and how pretty much you can still have that they still have that presence of like the dead still like watching you and stuff they said it was um the old language was written on um the walls and on the gates of the necropolis um so yeah i think that was another example of the ancient fae hiding from the asteri and then they ended up breeding their their magic into the land and then that started to attract the healers and then that was basically their way of building their own army of death maidens mm-hmm. and but they ended up becoming healers instead yeah i always wondered how the hell are these healers connected to these fae but it's because their, it's their bloodline, bloodline yeah mm-hmm. got infused like when we went into them um yeah this whole time i always wondered like what if it didn't explain that's the reason why this was created this place was created it was pretty much to hide themselves from the bog yeah it's like I feel like that's why it explains all these other sacred places that they were hiding mm-hmm. from the stereo, the ball, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them had like magical like wards and barriers yes, that like kept yes. stuff out. So and then a lot of them had like word word mark barriers like yes. it carved on the stones outside of it. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So then from there we also had the stone marshes that were in Empire oh, of Storms. Yeah. The stone marshes. I was telling Courtney, how is this relevant? Blah blah blah. blah. But no, I had to like quick like go back and like okay, this is relevant because um, it is a place where people who once lived there long ago are still trapped inside and still beneath. It is pretty much a ballroom attached to the spire, a palace, um, and then it says it was a part of um, a kingdom that is now gone. A lost people who wandered and merge with those of different lands um the and then i read, that sounds just like crescent city a lost people who merge with people of different lands yes yeah, so speaking of that um that's when i feel like the one the city in crescent city underneath the the ocean is connected to this and how i feel mm-hmm. like this is also connected to the tower in summer court because i was like yeah um how did those I forgot what they're called, but they're in Miss and they're in Miss and Fury when they're having that whole thing with Talon when the people come and like pretty much give Talon like what they have their goods, I guess, yeah, right? Um, and those those are like I feel like they're, they're mermaids or something. But okay, they're like yeah, evil yeah, uh-huh. mermaids. The sea people, uh uh-huh. the sea the sea ladies, they come they say they don't have enough like fish or whatever to give to Talon or and so He's pretty much being a dick and favorite goes and mm. gives her her like her her jewelry yeah. her jewelry and i'm like how did they find Farah in the summer court and i'm thinking because they have i feel like in the ocean you know even in the real world like we mm. don't know the ocean we don't know what's underneath there yeah so i feel like there are pathways that connect different like realms and worlds yeah yes and this is why i feel like the the one in Crescent City is connected to this because in Crescent City it said that um, this is a highway. It was uh, it's not it's not as you'll find above the surface, but a grand avenue that Mir once used to swim between great cities. And in here in um, Throne of Glass, it says that it was merged with those of different lands. So I feel like they're pretty much the same thing, just yeah. different wording. Yeah. And the way that 
Irene, no wait, I'm sorry. Elite has a dream of pale, milky eyed faces of people she never met crying out in supplication as water shoved down their throats. Their horses, their their noses, sorry, their noses hear their cries on up on the. I can't even <laughs> understand my handwriting again. <laughs> God, hear their cries on the. What does that say? Wind. Wind. <laughs> on the wind so i'm like people lived here mm-hmm. and they were drowned so i'm like is this like the city that's underneath yeah Penn city maybe it could be and it was just drowned and now the the, the mayor used them as pets but but no i think it's a whole different planet but i do think they're still connected though because um like i said how lucian and Feyre, how they were going between the courts and they were going through like these cave shortcuts that would bring you out in another court but they were technically like portals Mm -hmm. i feel like those are under the water as well and i feel like that's how the monster and air of fire swam through when the gods weren't looking into the lake that where they found goldren and then also i feel like theory for crescent city three uh victoria is coming back um, because she's in the trench underwater in the deepest trench. Um, but then also, um, the bog was once a sacred place. Amron said, warriors were laid to rest in its night black waters, but or it changed to a place of darkness. Um, says something to Rizan. Um, she said it filled with such evil that no one would venture there and only the worst of the fairies are drawn to it. They say the water there flows to under the mountain and the creatures who live in the bog have lived, have long used its underground waterways to travel through the middle, even to the mountains of surrounding courts. So obviously there's like portals and gates underneath. And that's how the... The mermaids, whatever, found Pharaoh, do you think? Yeah, I think that's how the mermaids found Pharaoh. I think that's how the Kelpie, like, um, that attacks Nesta in this book. It's just like the knock in Crescent City. And I think that's how it got to Crescent City. I think it swam through one of those waterways from yeah. the bog and got into Crescent City. And then they caught it and sold it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're all connected. And I can't, I was, I kind of wish this was a mini waters book, but I would rather Aelin be there. I so. know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, and even then, like, I like how it's still a mystery because even the, what's her name? Her name is Senders. Sendez. Commander Sendez. She said that this is something that you have to ask the queen, the queen of the ocean. Yeah. So it's like, of course she would know that she is the queen. So it's like, she's the only one that can um, pretty much um, confirm this. Like, she knows what's going on because she she's the one that they said she remembers a time before the Asteri when people were voted in fairly. So obviously she's old enough to remember what life was like before the Asteri came and conquered Midgard. Yeah. So, for sure. And then she also uses her powers to power her boats. Like, she's like, I'm not even fucking with y'all's first light. We doing our own thing over here because we we have all this history of magic. So, you what know you gonna what? do? I like how you're saying that because even she says we once had many things. And even in um, the end of Crescent City 2 where they show the world, there's a world of the mayor. Yeah. Where they pretty much came and got them. Yeah. And they conquered their world. So it's like they did have many things. And maybe this somehow is connected to that. Yeah. I think I think it's a ancient human civilization that got buried underneath. Like, well, basically is where the blue court is and where the mayor live now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so those are just our... Oh, hold on. Connections. Um, I, do we still have the... What is this one? BOG? Oh, the bog. No, I just read that. The bog. And then we talked about the summer court. And then the blue court in Crescent City. That's it. We're done? Yeah. I swear, I feel like I had so much to say, but yeah, you're actually right. Yeah, I know. See, don't, don't try. I got this, okay? Oh, actually, I forgot to say this um, about the the place underneath the... Crescent City? Uh-huh. Um, this is Bryce. My boss once brought in a, a statue from a sunken city. I always thought there was she, that she was budging the dates, but she said it was almost 15,000 years old, that it came from... The original beneath. So yeah, there was. And so it, down it there confirms. with Darian, and then Darian is like, "Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, K 
Can't wait for Therian's book. Up where they walk, up where they run. <laughs> yeah. A court of <laughs> walking and running. I'm oh. sorry, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that. That's all we have for the. Up now? <laughs> yeah, not yeah, because this is a more about the Valkyries. Yeah, but <laughs> I swear. Um, but yeah, so that was our episode for today. So let us know your thoughts or any other connections that you guys have noticed with the ancient Fae and like places that they lived or like just you know things that you noticed. Um, so you can email us at davidsarapod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on TikTok at Demeterra Pod. Thanks. We love you. Bye.